0: In the new podcast, Reformation Abroad, you get immersed in the story of a prison crew in outer space on a work release program. But once the crew discovers a dark secret, they find that their lives may be in danger. Here's a quick taste of Reformation Abroad.
1: This is Chief Engineer Kowalski. The Abari requests immediate assistance at X-ray Tango Echo 499. Come on, we have to go now. Hello, team lead. Please call me King. King ran the biggest crew in Cook County Jail. Going after that ship was a total mistake.
0: This is the official statement, and you will do well to stick to it. I'm going to leave you all in five if you don't get back to the pod. going to kill us all. Cam, I think we've got bigger problems right now. We are a voice in the darkness. The only hope out here on the tideline. How did this get so out of hand? Let this horse run. Guys, I really don't think this is a good idea. Check out Reformation Abroad a fun, immersive science fiction audio drama, wherever you listen to podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. Joining me, as always, is my absolutely awesome, incredible, spectacular, throw another <laughs> adjective on there, co-host, the intellectual rock star himself, delicious Joyland Davis.
2: Hey, everybody. Uh,
0: you know, what? I'll call you the encyclopedic. There's another <laughs> adjective,
2: uh,
0: because other people have actually picked up and they they started referring to you as the walking, and talking and wrestling encyclopedia too. So,
2: um, I can I can remember tons of wrestling facts, but I can't remember somebody's name when they introduced themselves to me. Uh, did
0: you like, brush your teeth? Did you brush your teeth this morning? It's like I, I did. It's and say that's, that's you know sometimes I can't remember if I did that. I'm going.
2: I brushed my teeth and then I went into the dentist and got a tooth pulled.
0: Oh yeah, he did that all today. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and yeah, like I'm I am totally with you when someone introduced themselves to me and like a minute later I'm going.
2: It's like oh
0: huh? crap, what was her name? <laughs> so and I don't wanna you know, so that's when you end up calling like people like, Hey buddy. <laughs>
1: exactly, so, yeah.
0: That's why so many people in the world have the name buddy. Buddy. <laughs> or dude. Yeah. So but we were trying to come up with a topic and we apologize for not being able to record yesterday. I know we're a day late, but it happens. Um, mm-hmm. But we were trying to come up with a topic. So we're like, we can use the extra day to come up with a topic. And then we were still like drawing blanks because there was like nothing going on hardly.
1: Yeah. Nothing, you know, not,
0: nothing that we could sit there and talk about for an hour or longer.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, the only real big thing that happened, which we all knew was coming was Drew McIntyre finally turned heel. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not a shocker. We knew that was coming. It was just a matter of when they were going to pull the trigger on him.
0: Oh, so. well, well the other thing happened on SmackDown, and we kind of sort of called, like, at least half of this, was um, Asuka has joined Damage Control.
2: And uh, Santos Escobar turned heel,
0: And soon as Escobar turned heel, yes. Yep.
2: And they played it good because he attacked Ray and, you know, hurt his leg and everything, you know, between had his legs stuck in the steps. Yep. And then saw on Twitter this morning that Ray had to have knee surgery. It's going to be out like six to eight weeks. So it was a way to write him off TV.
0: Oh, so that part's a shoot.
2: Yeah, build up Escobar. And then Ray comes back in six to eight weeks, you know, and then they have this blood feud because he took Ray out of action and so that part I worked. Pa-
0: I apologize for anybody watching on YouTube if it all of a sudden the angle looks different. My webcam that I just bought a few months ago started petering out on me <laughs> before we <laughs> was, it was horrible. So so now right now I'm trying to use the regular laptop camera, which is really not that it's not that great. But Oh, but, yeah, I almost texted you because I was actually watching SmackDown on Friday when the Santos Escobar, when all that stuff was happening. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, they're not doing a slow burn at all. I mean, they're just jumping right in it, mm-hmm. And but now we know why.
2: Yeah, well, we know why, but at least they laid the groundwork for it all the way back when Austin Theory took Santos Escobar out of the U.S. title tournament. Hmm. You remember there was they had the number one contenders tournament. Yes, Santos Escobar was supposed to wrestle Austin Theory for the title. Theory jumps him. Ray takes his spot. Wins the title. So the the seeds of dissension were sowed right there. And then plus you got Ray, you know him and Carlito being buddy buddy, and like Escobar was saying, he was like it was supposed to be me and you. And then, you know, you're letting this this other guy in to what we have built. So, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't a slow burn like Drew's, but I still feel like it was done well.
0: It was, um, especially since they did have to kind of expedite it a little bit because Ray's yeah. having
2: surgery. Well, he had a I think it's a torn. He had been dealing with a torn meniscus for a couple of months, so he'd been wrestling oh with my, torn meniscus oh my for Lord. a couple of months. And um, it wasn't like a complete tear, but it was torn. And he's wrestling with this, defending the U.S. title with that. And um, so, yeah, he had to have knee surgery
0: this morning. Traveling with that all the way to Saudi Arabia with a torn uh-huh. meniscus, mm-hmm. which means walking through the airports, which mean you know all that, and oh, uh, and I hate walking through airports. Can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. And if I had a torn meniscus right now, I would just lay in bed and cry.
2: Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd <laughs> be like, dude, if we're going to record, it's going to have to be from my bed because I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I can't do it.
0: I, I mean, so those watching on YouTube, then y'all would be going, hey, um, the background looks different. <laughs> 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 so, whew, and wow. Plus, you know, we were also just talking about how trying to come up with a topic. Um, because Joel and I, we, we've both already established this over the past six months. Neither one of us have actually had like what you call a traditional full time job. Right. Right. You know, so yeah, Joel said his food truck, but unfortunately it's gotten cold now. So mm-hmm. I had to put that on hiatus until the until thaw. The spring. Yeah. You know, so, um, and I left my job back in May. And yes, I have been looking for work for. Because I still love it when people will email or text or call me, found a job yet? I'm like, have I told you I found a job yet?
2: Exactly. It's like, don't you think I would have announced I, it if I found something?
0: Yes. My first day of work, I would have said something. But no, yeah. I had not found anything yet, not for lack of looking. But at the same time, it's I've also said it's been kind of a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. with my wife having her foot surgery, I was having to do everything around the house there for a bit. Um, and I'm still doing all the driving because she's still mm-hmm. she's not clear to drive yet. Right. So it means I'm driving her to her job every morning, picking her up most afternoons. Like today, I didn't pick her up because I had to take the dog to the vet because uh, it was a, uh, a checkup from two weeks ago when I took the dog to the vet because she was lipping really bad on one of her legs, and it turned out she had sprained her knee mm-hmm. in one of her legs. And I'm going to tell you right now, that Mary bills are not cheap. No, <laughs> and, no. Who, um, you know, but took that that dog two weeks ago, and then took her back today. Took our other two dogs last week, uh, and then we're going to be taking them back next week. the End of next week. That, that the day after Thanksgiving, and then running all sorts of other errands, and running my mm-hmm. my son just started Boy Scouts, running him back and forth to that, uh, and everything else. So for those who are who may be like, man, you're not working. So you must have all sorts of free time during the day. No, nope. no, Nope, not at all. <laughs> so <laughs> because with my wife working outside the home now, we did we, a role switch. I mean, it was not planned at the beginning of the year that that would happen, Um, but we've kind of done a role switch. So now I'm the one doing all the air and running during the day and I'm the one getting the dishes washed, and I'm the one getting a lot of stuff cleaned up around the house as much as I can, and I'm still the one who's mowing the lawn when mm-hmm. when the grass is growing. And so, I'm staying busy. That's why you know I also tell people, they're like, well, you're unemployed. No, I'm semi-retired. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so, because believe me, I'm still doing some stuff. But... All that to say we finally did come up with a topic because man it has been a slow... We couldn't even think of anything to do talk about old school cuz I mean it's like yeah. You no, know, although I will say next month I do see a Von Eric episode coming up in our future. Oh, uh, definitely. Yep. Yeah, cuz the Iron Claw movie is coming mm-hmm. out. Um I'm looking forward to watching that. Um those who may be too young to understand the Von Erichs what they <laughs> meant to wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh definitely go Check that out. Um, I did read something. Chris Von Eric is actually not included in the movie. You know, he really? was. Yeah, he was the youngest of. He uh, was the youngest one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he really didn't wrestle that long. He really mm-hmm. shouldn't have been wrestling, because yeah. he he had all sorts of medical issues. His body mm-hmm. was just too fragile to be even be thinking about wrestling. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, the Von Eric story is a tragic story. I mean, it really is. I mean, that's no joke. I mean, um. And so I'm looking forward to watching uh, that movie. So, yep. but the topic of the day for everybody who has not read the title of the, <laughs> the actual episode is who should be the next champions. And for this episode, we're going to stick to WWE. Uh, we will have a uh, continuation, I guess, if you want to call it or a sequel or a secondary or whatever. The next one to be talking about, you know, probably AEW, Ring of Honor. Um, they're all basically one company right now. But uh, and then maybe throw TNA Impact in there as well. You um, WWE because I mean they are the biggest company, and you know, well, their titles obviously have the longest lineage right now. Yep, yep. Well, ish because some of them. Well, actually, I'm not going to say they create. Well, they created Seth Rollins' title because mm-hmm. they already gave Roman too many titles. They're like, look, we need to have another title over here. Hey, Seth, you're a world champion now.
2: But he, here's my problem. I don't have a problem with Seth Rollins being the world heavyweight champion. He's, right. he's been excellent. This is like the best version of Seth Rollins since he was in the Shield. It's like you can tell he's comfortable with what he's doing. He's enjoying himself. He puts on excellent matches anytime you, he goes out there. My only problem is he's on the Survivor Series team which means there's no world title match at Survivor Series.
0: Very true. Because
2: Roman's not booked for Survivor Series and the world heavyweight title is not being defended because Seth's going to be in war games. I just I don't like that. If there's a world championship about, just like I know there's going to be war games with damage control and whoever whoever the faces that they end up getting. Bianca, Charlotte, probably Shotzi, and yep. whoever else they find to uh, take that last spot. Rumor has it, it might be Becky Lynch. Uh, but okay. the only problem with that okay. is she's on Raw, so it's not going to make a whole lot of sense why she's on a Smackdown Survivor Series team.
0: Uh I was gonna say the same thing about Nia Jack. She's also in
2: Raw. Yeah. Well she's uh, not in she's not in the she's not in war games though.
0: Right. Um but I'm yeah. saying if they need a fourth or actually maybe a fifth yeah. person because
2: Yeah. Um but I don't know. But I know that's that's another one. There's not going to be a there's only gonna be one women's title match. At Survivor Series, because um, EL Sky, who is the WWE Women's Champion, will be in War Games. So her title's not getting defended either. So neither, n- neither are the tag titles.
0: Because they're involved.
2: Because Damian Priest and Finn Balor are in War Games and they're the tag team
0: champions. All right. Those in WWE do better. Seriously. (laughs) You know, all these titles that you had, you know, you get a title, you get a title. You're pulling the Oprah Winfrey treatment on your titles and then you don't defend them.
2: Look, it's not, you know, it's not 1987 where the horsemen were in war games. And yes, at the time, Flair was the world heavyweight champion, but it was a different time and Flair was that draw. You mm-hmm. know, Flair was part of that draw. So it's like the world champion is gonna be in war games. Let me check this out. It's not the same thing as it was back then. Now it's just like, why is the world champion in war games instead of defending his title on the pay per view? Oh. So mm-hmm. the only title matches that we're getting on Survivor Series, unless Logan Paul is going to defend the U.S. title, is Gunther and the Miz for the Intercontinental title and we all know how that's going to go. And then Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark for the Women's World title.
0: That ought to be a pretty decent match. That Um, should be a
2: good match. But this is your, this is part of the big the big five, really, because Money in the Bank has become a major pay-per-view. This is part of your big five. This is like, you know, your second oldest pay-per-view. And there's only two title matches on it.
0: It is their second oldest, isn't it? Uh-huh. Because I was thinking, all right, wait a minute, because WrestleMania obviously is the oldest one. Mm-hmm. And I was like... It was Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and the next yeah 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 yep because that would hadn't been eighty seven because mm-hmm. the next year the Rumble the first Rumble yep and then yep. SummerSlam
2: SummerSlam yeah the Rumble and the the Rumble and SummerSlam were both in eighty eight but yeah Survivor Series is their second oldest one and that's the best you can do for your championships is tie them all up in mm-hmm. a Multi man cage match.
0: Oh, and all right. I mean, I know we're going to do a. Um, actually, what day is Survivor Series? It's two days after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm quite sure we're not going to record next Thursday because it's Thanksgiving. Right. Um, next Friday. I'm more than likely, I'm pretty but about ninety-nine percent sure I'm gonna be at the NWF show in Covington. Right. Um so if we do a prediction show, it'll have to be like next Monday and maybe if we do an extra show on Wednesday or something mm-hmm. to give our predictions. Yeah. But I really, really hope it would actually make more sense for uh, the Judgment Day to win that one because they are a faction together. They weren't just thrown together. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. just me. Um, and you have all those champions participating in it. None of them defending titles.
2: Yeah, and not only do uh, you have the tag titles and the world heavyweight title, you also have Mister Money in the Bank Yeah involved in the match too. So there's not even you don't even get a opportunity of a cash in because. There's no, ti- there's no title match for him to cash in on. Unless
0: they Unless just. Unless he, he has the referee right already right there. Mm-hmm. But, and Sami Zayn, you know, <laughs> has his briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't it think it's it. ever
2: been done before to where the champion wasn't defending. He was just caught off guard and beaten for the title. Because always, every cash-in has always been right after the champ has been right. in the match. Uh, so that would be interesting to see if he pulled that off in war games. Because I know I keep saying this, but the clock's ticking
1: mm-hmm. on
2: him cashing in. Because if they if they wait until the Rumble, then... It's not going to be as big of an impact. It's not going to be as big of a deal because everybody's going to be focused on who's winning the Rumble, who's going the, you know, who's quote-unquote punching their ticket to WrestleMania. And then you've got the Elimination Chamber in Australia the next month, and it's like, that's two huge events that are going to overshadow him cashing in Money in the Bank.
0: Oh, of course, I, I still think it's funny every time they say, they're going to WrestleMania. Well, no crap. Everybody's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, but now they have a guaranteed world title shot or a title shot. It didn't, it didn't yeah. have to be the world title, but yeah, they have a title shot at WrestleMania. It didn't even, it, not necessarily the main event either. We've already seen that happen too many times.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think if you win the Rumble, and especially since WrestleMania split into two nights, if you win the Rumble, you should get a main event match.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So one night could be whoever wins the women's Royal Rumble. They get the main event slot to challenge for the world title. The other one should be whoever wins the men's Royal Rumble on the second night. Uh, will challenge the world champion in the main event. But I think because they quit doing that, they got away from that. And I never agreed with that. To where, oh, we win the Rumble, but like they they had Alberto Del Rio win that 40 man Royal Rumble. And then he didn't main event WrestleMania. Him and Edge were in the opening match.
0: That's a that's a travesty. Even if, no matter what you feel about um Del Rio.
2: Yeah. I mean that's supposed to be that's supposed to be a main event match, just like when Undertaker won and challenged Batista for the world heavyweight title beat Uh, Batista in the best match at that WrestleMania but they were not the main event John Cena and Shawn Michaels were and as much as I'm a Shawn Michaels fan John Cena and Shawn Michaels the slot should have been reversed they should have been an Undertaker and Batista's spot and Undertaker and Batista should have been the main event
0: because do you honestly think people are going to turn it off you know, turn the TV off, walk out because Undertaker and Batista are in the main event. No, that's gonna no. be a match to watch.
2: And that's so. what that's what everybody wanted. And but no, Vince was like, oh we gotta put you know Super Cena out there and have him beat Shawn Michaels and it's like none of that makes sense. Nope. First of all, John Cena beating Shawn Michaels makes no sense. Them being the main event over Undertaker and Batista
0: made no mm-hmm. sense. Well, um so which title do you want to start with?
2: Uh, let's see. We will start with United States
0: title. Right now, Logan Paul is the current champion. Um yep. Which um it just baffles blows my mind to even say Logan Paul is the United States champion.
1: Yeah.
0: But what you were saying about Ray's knee, okay, he's going to have to drop the title. And then yeah. the whole thing with Santos Escobar, we all saw he left the brass knuckles right there on the side mm-hmm. of the ring. Yep. You know, and I mean, I
2: even... he could have stuck him in his pocket or anything, but he leaves them right there, you yeah. know, for Logan Paul to pick up.
0: He could have handed them to a kid in the front row.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, here you go, buddy. Here you go, kid.
0: You know, um now he may have gotten arrested afterwards because you literally just gave a weapon to a kid. <laughs> but,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and that kid went and punched the snack bar guy and got himself <laughs> some free popcorn. <laughs> so um but uh, US champion is Logan Paul, is he even he's not even scared. Right come now up he's
2: with... right now he's not booked for Survivor Series. And they've got all they've got is this week and next week to, to build
0: toward it. So so who should beat Logan Paul for the U.S. title? The U.S. title is on SmackDown. Yep. Um, now, it doesn't mean necessarily that the person who beats him for the title is also on SmackDown, but... So if we're who,
2: going by the brand split and what the championship is what show, then, yeah.
0: Ooh, so you can count out judgment day because they're raw. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. Um Austin Theory should be in the picture. Grayson Waller, although um well, is, is he raw or SmackDown? Who Waller? Yeah. He's he's SmackDown. okay, I thought he was. Because the whole thing with him and the Miz and Saudi, mm-hmm. and then him getting smacked around by the Saudi uh, comedian, yeah, um, it's like yeah, that's not a good look, guys. Um, besides that, we we stated our piece on what we think about the the talk show segments anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, get rid of just 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 no, uh, no yeah. more. Uh, I like the Miz. Don't get me wrong. I'm probably the minority, and I say I do like the Miz, but I don't want to see the talk show. No. Um. You know what? You know I'm thinking what well, Austin Theory or Grayson Waller they would also have to turn face unless Logan Paul would turn face. And-
2: yeah, and I don't think they're going to do that right now. He's too, he's doing too too good of a job as the heel. And
0: mm-hmm. I will
2: give him props; he has taken that U.S. title everywhere. He was yes, at, he has he was at a <laughs> UFC event and had the US title with him. And it's like that's what they need. That's the kind of exposure that you know they they've for decades they've always wanted that mainstream exposure. And there's one of your mid card titles being shown at a UFC event. And I mean he's taken it everywhere.
0: Cause have you seen the pictures of him with like he has it like in the shower and
2: yeah you know all
0: that yeah <laughs> with his girl laying in bed and he's yeah. cuddling up to the title yeah. I'm like you know what as much as what I'm not a fan of a celebrity coming in actually holding a title I'll give it to Logan Paul I mean he's not just a celebrity wrestling anymore I mean he's actually <laughs> invested
2: yeah and he's he said he's not doing boxing. Anymore because he's going to be a full time wrestler, so we'll see how that goes. But who do you think should beat him for it?
0: Well, just looking over, um, I can't see AJ Styles. Well, AJ Styles like maybe because I mean it's uh, AJ Styles is always in the world title hunt, you know, but he's been kind of floating at the very very top of the mid card. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would almost make sense to give him, you know, put the U.S. title on him. Uh, Dawkins, no, because they have got the street profits thing going on. Because yeah. I, I see tag, I see tag titles in their future. At least I better see tag titles in their future.
1: <laughs>
0: um, let's see, the Adonis, Ashante the Adonis, no, um, no, I can't. I'm not seeing that one. Not yet. He's not ready yet. Um, Austin Theory. No, Bobby Lashley. Thought about he was actually the first name that popped in my mind.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: at the same time, though, they're trying to build up whatever this team. Have they, do they have a team name with him and Joe? Nope. Profits. All right, Not they need yet. to come. They need to come up with something. Yeah. And they need to add one more person because a good faction you need four. Mm-hmm. Um. Butch. Hmm. Mm, not feeling it Cameron Grimes he's not ready Carlito no um Del Toro, Dragon Lee
2: Dragon Lee's a possibility
0: Dragon Lee's a very good possibility um Elton Prince not feeling it Grayson Waller no uh, Jimmy Uso that no nah, because they already have him um you know he's already preoccupied with bloodline stuff Joaquin Wilde my mm, feeling like Carl Anderson, no. Karen, K- Karen Cross, I keep forgetting he's even still there.
2: <laughs> that is one of the most disappointing things because, I mean, they built him up to be such a big deal in NXT. And I love the presentation. I like Karen Cross, Killer, who's Killer Cross on the Indies and in uh, TNA. I've, I've watched him in the Indies. I've watched him in TNA. I always liked his character. I always liked his in ring work. You know, Triple H obviously has wa- watched that because he brought that type of presentation over to NXT. He was the unstoppable, psychotic monster. Then, of course, you know, Vince McMahon gets his hands on an NXT call-up and ruins it in two minutes. Having him lose to Jeff Hardy That was via, via a roll-up with Jeff Hardy's feet on the
0: ropes because they were trying to turn Jeff Hardy heel for some reason.
2: Yeah, but the I thing is it's like Kerry Cross was already in the heel. He comes to the ring, he's announced as the NXT <laughs> champion and then you bury your NXT champion in 2 minutes. It's like you took all of his credibility out the window in 2 minutes. So then he gets released, then he gets brought back and I'm like, "Okay, this is a, you know, new start." Not digging the whole hair thing I, I, I thought it, i thought the I thought for his character the the shaved head look worked better for his his character, but whatever, but then they put him in that feud with drew McIntyre, and he wins the first match, which is a strap match, which makes no sense makes because no that's, sense. A, that's a feud ender not a feud starter. And the only reason he won the strap match is because of interference from Scarlet. So they're already making him look he, he goes from this killer everywhere else he's been to being unable to win a match without the help of his manager. And then they have they have a cage match which Drew McIntyre won.
0: You have and a train that was it. Do you have a train coming to your house?
2: Yeah. That's yeah. the first.
0: That's the very first time we've ever had
2: <laughs> a well train. My my be, my bedroom window is open. Oh, okay. because we got that we got the air off right now because it's kind of cool outside, so we're gotcha. trying to save
0: money. Keep that, yeah, keep yeah, that light bill down a little bit. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, Jake Patway. They- remember when Jake Petley was on the show? He actually called about carrying cross. He said he's a an an entrance. And a valet and an exit, and that's it, mm-hmm, and which is a shame
2: because yeah, because that's what they turned him into, mm-hmm, everything that got everything that got him to the dance they're not allowing him to do, okay, cut the brooding promos, yes, he's still allowed to do that, but they're not letting him show off what he can really do in the ring. they're not letting him go out and be this vicious killer. Instead, they're just putting him out there. They're giving him the Bray Wyatt treatment is what they're doing. He'll go oh, he'll go and cut a tremendous promo about what he's gonna do to his opponent, and then he'll get to the ring and lose. So then nobody cares what he's saying because they already know he's gonna talk a big game and not be able to back it up.
0: Here's the name that I'll be honest with you. It's right there in front of us the entire time. And it kind of makes sense considering how it led to what we're doing right now. Santos Escobar.
2: Yeah. But I don't think they're going to strap him yet until that feud with Ray gets done. True. Um, I think, I think he's going to, I think they're going to build up him as a heel, which he's a much better heel than he is a face. And then Ray's probably going to come back, you know, and attack him or whatever, and then that's going to build toward a grudge match between those two.
0: Or the other one, La Knight. That's my. That's La
2: Knight's. Yeah. La Knight's my pick. That's who yeah. I think should win it because. And I know people will be like, "Well, that's a huge fall going from a world championship match to a mid-card title." Do you know how many? You know how many Hall of Famers have done that? Have challenged for a world title, lost, then got a mid card title and built themselves back up. Prime mm-hmm. example is Steve Austin. Steve Austin got a title match against The Undertaker in see '97. Got a title match against Undertaker in '97. Lost that match. Uh, it was May of '97 because that was the Big Heart Foundation feud and all that stuff. Uh, Lost that match, ended up challenging Owen later at SummerSlam of that year for the Intercontinental title, wins the Intercontinental title. Of course, we know he has to give it up because he was injured in that match. Yep. But he ends up getting cleared, comes back, wins the Intercontinental title again at Survivor Series 97, and then once he wins it, he gets his revenge on Owen, and then he relinquishes the title because he wants to move on to the world title.
0: And don't forget somebody like well, the, the Miz. He's yeah. the world title, then he had the Intercontinental title later on. Yeah. But uh, Hall of Famer Pedro Morales. Yes. You know he's he was a world champion back in the early early to mid seventies uh-huh. for a couple of years. And then late in, the intercontinental title wasn't even a thing whenever he mm-hmm. was a world champion. He mm-hmm. won the intercontinental title, um, closer to the end of the seventies or the beginning of the eighties. I don't remember the mm-hmm. exact dates, but he was Pedro Morales was the first, uh, triple crown champion. Yep. So, uh, so I mean, yes, it's not a step down, you know, being no. the, uh, Dusty Rhodes was world champion and then he was U.S. Mm-hmm. champion later on because when he won the U.S. title from Lex Luger, they mm-hmm. kept. They kept saying he's never held the, the U.S. Championship. It's the only title in the history of ever he's never held. Yeah, and of course they—you know—he was going to win it because that's oh, yeah. how they rolled. Yeah, but it is not a step down. I mean, um, it's still a title, and it's a prestigious title.
2: Yeah, with a, with a lot of history behind it.
0: Yes. So, and, so and, and people want to see L.A. Knight with a belt on.
2: Yeah, and I mean, so uh, for me, he's the perfect pick to. Beat Logan Paul. They already have a built in feud going back to Money in the Bank. You know, they were already, you know, yep. kind of having a verbal feud before that event. So there's history there. And they could just build on that, have a championship feud, and have, when they're ready, have LA Knight win the title.
0: And you also don't have to turn somebody. Exactly. And so there you go. First one. Cool, mm-hmm. U.S. title. We think LA. LA Knight should be the first yep. one, and I'll say second to that would probably um, would be, you know, Santos Escobar. But he would have to turn. Somebody would have to turn, which I think yeah. Logan Paul would probably turn before
1: Escobar. Santa.
0: Yeah, I, I have a feeling Logan Paul is going to end up turning anyway, just because he's gotten so much respect for his ability. Oh, I'm sure.
2: I think it'll be a natural one though. I think yeah. it'll kind of be how. L.A. Knights
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, um, since we're sticking with, you know, talking about the mid-card, let's go to the Intercontinental title, because I'm very happy with Gunther Uh. holding it still for a while, just to not just break the Honky Tonk Man's record, to shatter it. Yeah. That way, you know, there is no, you know, saying, well, because they have the recorded date on this day, but he actually went on to, no. Nope. Shatter and, it.
2: Yeah, and Gother's already over 500 days as the Intercontinental Champion, so uh, yeah, I I have no problem with him holding it for quite a while longer. The only person that I think should beat Gother whenever they're ready to move him on to the world title is Chad Gable. You
0: know what? Chad Gable I mean, should
2: yeah. be the Intercontinental Champion.
0: Because right now there, I'm going, I'm going through the list, and yeah, I
2: there, there's nobody on Raw that's not involved in the main event scene that would be interesting enough or deserves that opportunity more than Chad Gable.
0: You know, because I'm sitting here looking, and even like, um, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre in this case it would be a step down, but for the character because he's chasing the world title because he's, he's chasing
2: the world. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. Yeah.
0: It, it wouldn't make any sense at all for him to all of a sudden go for the Intercontinental title. No. Um uh let's see. Looking through all these names. Is Jinder Hall still listed? <laughs> so um Yeah, he's he's more of a manager now though. Yeah, which, I mean, I think that's – I mean, I like – I actually like Jinder Mahal. I do like him as a manager, though, because he's one of those – he's he's devious. Yeah. You know, um, even though I do remember when it was him and Drew McIntyre and who else was it in, in – was it Heath, three count?
2: Heath Slater. Yeah. Three-man band.
0: The three-man band and some yeah. of those things that he was doing. Jinder Mahal was hilarious. Yeah. You know, so – It's like the one like they had messed up some kind of promo. And all of a sudden he was like, Okay, how now? Brown Cow then you saw him do like the the imaginary fishing line and then he kind of wheeled himself out. I'm like, (laughs) okay, that dude's funny. Yeah. So uh let's see, Gargano, no, not not ready yet. Not his character, I'm saying. I think the person probably is, but oh yeah. The character's not ready.
2: Well, the thing is they've just put him in uh Tommaso Champa back together as DIY, so they're a tag team now.
0: So. Okay, makes sense. So, um, yeah, because I mean that I I always associate the two of them together anyway.
1: Mm-hmm, Yeah. So,
0: um, Kofi, mm, no, not feeling it for Kofi. Uh, um, Ricochet, I don't think they will because for some reason, I don't know why they they don't.
2: I don't either. For some reason, I mean, he's been Intercontinental Champion, he's been United States Champion on the main roster, but it's like that's as high as they're ever let it, gonna let him going get. He's gonna give you a good highlight highlight reel, but the guy should be wrestling for a world title, and they're never yeah. gonna move him up to the main event scene.
0: Um, Sammy. You know,
2: maybe, but right now he's embroiled in this thing with the Judgment Day.
0: And you know, Sammy's—he's actually kind of hit that point where he's one of the um, the elite where he doesn't need a title to be over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People just—they Sammy Zane comes out now and the whole place just erupts. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke, I can see Shinsuke being a second to Chad Gable, but.
2: Yeah, but they still should have pulled the trigger and had him beat Seth for the world title. Yeah. There's no reason why Shinsuke Nakamura should not have been a world champion by now on the main roster.
0: Because one of the things about any title holder, but especially a world title holder, is when they hold the belt, if they appear to be unbeatable, because Shinsuke with the belt, he's hard to beat because you have to beat him.
2: Yeah, and it's like he's a three, he's a... Actually he's a two time NXT champion. Uh there's only been him, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor. Are the only three time the only two time uh, no and Tommaso Ciampa. Two time uh NXT champion. Samoa Joe's actually a three time NXT champion, but like the IWGP Intercontinental title that was prestigious enough until Shinsuke Nakamura got his hands on it and he made that title sometimes on certain shows more important than the IWGP heavyweight title. Shinsuke was that good and like you said, unbeatable. Yeah. He was it it was, you know, it was a huge accomplishment to beat Shinsuke for a title. And now in WWE, I mean he got Three shots at eight, th- three or four shots in a row at AJ Styles. They never pulled the trigger. He's gotten two matches back to back against Seth Rollins for the world heavyweight title, didn't pull the trigger. And it's like, you can't tell me in all this time and in five world title, five or six world title matches, Shinsuke couldn't have won one of them as good as
0: he is. The only thing I can think, to be honest with you, is. Shinsuke's promos. Because you're world champion, you need to have a good, good promo. Um, they strapped sh- the great Khali. And they should have never done that either. Because Khali- I
2: mean, true. They yeah. never should have. <laughs> but the great Khali is a former world heavyweight champion. There's but been guys... Chris Benoit was a former world heavyweight champion. Chris Benoit was never good at promos.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean... Ever. Uh, but with Shinsuke, that's when... you. If somebody has a good mouthpiece, like a Paul Heyman, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm not saying put Paul Heyman with Shinsuke because for some reason that that's just a weird combination. Mm -hmm. I don't, but even though Paul Heyman could probably, he could manage just about anybody. He really could. Uh, But yeah, give him a mouthpiece because Shinsuke's in ring abilities. Oh yeah. He's, he needs to have a belt.
2: Here's the thing. They've strapped the big show a hundred times over the world title. His promos suck.
0: (laughs) Well, that's why he kept turning you know he also turned <laughs> facing hill a hundred times too yeah uh well, him, actually,
2: him, him and Natalia are in a race to see who's yeah. turn the most in a career
0: um actually the big show when they let him be himself and they let him be Paul White he's another mm-hmm. dude that dude's hilarious,
2: oh yeah, yeah. he's funny, yeah yeah
0: if you ever hear him in interviews, I mean he is yeah uh he'll have you in stitches. Because he's actually talking. Him and Greg Kali actually got into a fight, like a mm-hmm. real fight backstage. You know, because they're both jealous. I'm like, who's that big guy over there? I know I'm the only big guy in this company. Yeah. You know. So. Um. But I'm, you know, looking at all the titles right now. So we've covered the U.S. title, covered the inter the intercontinental title. Who? Um. Go with. The women's world, the the women's title from Raw. I can't keep track of which one's the women's world and which one's Uh, the Rhea
2: Rhea has the women's world title. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. My opinion, who's okay? I have two. Shayna Baszler should have been a world champion on the main roster by now.
0: A long time ago.
2: There's no reason why she should not have been a world champion especially now that Vince McMahon is out of the way because Vince McMahon said he didn't understand her gimmick. When you booked Brock Lesnar, you ha- it's that's the, the same gimmick. Thing. That's, that's the gimmick. You booked Ronda Rousey. That's the that's- gimmick. And Shayna's a million times better professional wrestler than Ronda Rousey ever was or probably ever will be because Shayna wants uh. to do it.
0: Rhonda was looking for a paycheck. I mean, trying to stay in the spotlight.
2: She was trying to stay in the spotlight, stay relevant, make a fat paycheck, and get a Brock Lesnar schedule.
0: And only Brock Lesnar. I mean, and not granted, okay, I'm not a fan of that schedule necessarily, mm-hmm. but Brock Lesnar, I mean, he actually did, you know, yeah. back in what, 2004 is when he started or
2: 2003?
0: 2002.
2: 2002. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, he. he a, yeah. He was it's in like, that class with Orton and
0: Batista. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was uh, that which means he was also there with Cena. Uh
2: huh. Yeah, yeah, Cena that, was in that class. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, because Jim Cornette's actually talked about how he threatened to shoot Brock Lesnar. I'm not going to go into yeah. reasons why. Yeah. But I remember he,
2: hearing that story.
0: Yeah. Um, but i was like, well, yeah, I think that's it might be the only way you'd be able to beat Brock Lesnar, you know, yeah. or the way our friend Kyle. You know what he said a long time ago when the podcast first started? He said, Brock Lesnar, he said, I don't think I could beat him with a shotgun, a stun gun, and four friends. <laughs> so, and I'm like, that is but, the funniest line ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, But if they're not going to give it to Shayna, they're not going to pull the trigger and make Shayna a world champion, which is a damn shame. But yeah. if they're not willing to do that, Zoe Stark. I I think All right. everything about her presentation. Just. You think she's ready? I think, yeah, I think she's, I think she's ready. I don't, I don't think she's gonna, she's not gonna win a Survivor Series. It's not time to take it off, Rhea yet. Rhea's still, you know, Rhea's still too hot right now. Uh, but when the time comes, it would be an excellent way to uh, put over Zoe Stark is if she beats Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley, sorry Becky Lynch, but Rhea Ripley is the biggest star in the women's division in the entire
0: company. And sorry to all the guys who just absolutely love Becky Lynch. I like watching Becky Lynch in the ring. I mean, I I do think she's great, but I've never you know, when they this whole the man thing that they were throwing on her, I'm like, I don't see it. I mean, she's good. And at the time, yeah, she may have been the the top draw for the women.
2: I I saw it, but the thing is, it's like it's like with every thing like that, like the man with Austin when he was hot, that's only gonna last for so long. Mm-hmm. Somebody else has gotta come in and be the next hot property. And it's Rhea Ripley, and she's twenty seven mm-hmm. years old. So she's got a long time to
0: be the face of that division. And she gets it and Oh yeah. You can tell she's a student of the game. You can tell that she's yeah. she's watched and studied and researched, like even the history, because even the whole the whole bit with her and Seth Rollins, when all of a sudden, like he had his arm around her and they looked at each other, yeah. ah, because that was a throwback to was it Shawn Michaels and um, uh, Melina, Melina,
2: yeah, from yeah, from Survivor Series, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, Man. so they did that callback, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome,
2: yeah, no, but so- I, I think if Rhea's going to lose it, lose it is Zoe Stark. That's a star. That'd be a star-making moment, just for Zoe Stark to say, "I beat Rhea Ripley because she's the most dominant performer in the women's division. She's the biggest star in the women's
0: division." Well, and that's the same thing that we were also saying by Shayna Baszler, because Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. she's another one. She's like Shinsuke; she's mm-hmm. unbeatable. If you yeah. put a title on her, yeah, and that that may be the one drawback about putting it on somebody like Shayna Baszler is mm-hmm. because. How do you beat her? I mean, who would you have beat her? Because, I mean, she looks unbeatable. It's kind of like the reason why, you know how many titles Andre the Giant held in his career? Like mm. three. And two yep. of those were tag titles. Yep. You know, And one of those, it wasn't even him uh, who it, actually, he never took the pinfall because I think it was Haku who actually took the pinfall when they lost the tag titles.
2: Yeah, because Andre got caught, caught in the ropes. Right. Um, when and they did the rope spot and caught his arms. Yep. Yeah, he was caught in the ropes. Haku took the uh took demolitions finisher and got pinned.
0: He held um I don't remember it was a tag team championship with Dusty Rhodes back in like the early eighties. Um mm-hmm. and then they immediately relinquished him, you know, mm-hmm. because of the thirty day rule, which never gets enforced anymore. But um yeah, League of Roman, League of Brock. Um And then, of course, you know, he gave the world title to Ted DiBiase.
2: Yeah, he was he's on record to being WWE champion, I think, for 45 seconds.
0: Yep. I was watching it. And I (laughs) I didn't realize that the two referees were actually twin brothers until I'm like, man, that is a good trick. How'd they do that? Yeah, (laughs) how'd they pull that off? How'd they pull that off? But
2: But yeah, I think it should be Zoe Stark. Zoe
0: Stark, okay. So Zoe Zoe over Shayna then.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Zoe over Shayna, even though I'm a huge Shayna Baszler fan and I wish they would give her the world title. It's just, to me, it's obvious that they will keep her in the world title picture because she's an excellent wrestler. She's an excellent performer. She's always going to give you a great match. They're just, for whatever reason, they're just not going to make her the champion. They did an NXT twice. Yeah. She, she's one of the longest reigning NXT Women's Champions ever. The person who, who ended her last reign as NXT Women's Champion was Rhea Ripley.
0: There you go. So that that's your money match, by the way.
2: Exactly. There's yeah. history right there.
0: Ever so Well, we can't say Vince anymore. Thankfully, this yeah. is one of the things... Vince, Vince would ignore his own history. That's the thing.
1: Always. You know, but the yeah.
0: fans, like yeah. us... You yep. know, who keep up with not just WWE, but we also keep track of what's going on in the other companies. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we're not able to watch them, we still yeah. keep track of who's hot and who's oh, yeah. doing what. Because you never know. They could eventually go to another company, which, yeah. you know, how many people, how many wrestlers do the, their entire career only wrestled for one company? Right. Yeah, I mean, you could probably count it on one hand and have fingers left over. Exactly. You know, so and it's extremely rare. And I'm not talking like somebody who only wrestled for like a year or two. I'm talking like who made it a career, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, but, and of course, since we talked about the WWE Women's World Champion, well, of course, now we've got to talk about the Women's Champion or what I see. That's what I'm saying I can't keep track of what they're calling on, But um, Eel Sky,
2: uh, Eel Skies is the WWE Women's Championship. Even though on the belt it says Undisputed Champion, yeah, because WWE doesn't understand what undisputed means. Uh. Uh, <laughs> they really don't. Because Roman is the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion, except you're not the only world champion in the company. Which makes you, makes it very disputed. Exactly. EO is not the only women's world champion in the company, makes hers very disputed. But anyway, the only logical choice for me to beat EO for the title is Bailey. I have,
0: I was going to say, Bailey turn on them? No, they're going to turn on Bailey. That's that's oh, yeah. a, that's a very obvious one that's going to be happening. That's coming
2: because yeah. here's the thing: while Bailey thinks she's the leader of damage control, Dakota Kai is, is the, the leader. Lead, yeah, of damage control. She has put all this together with her EO, Oscar, and Kyrie. They are going to turn on Bailey and beat the crap out of Bailey. Bailey's going to be a huge face, and then chase the title because that's because for Damage Control, the crown jewel is the women's title.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: what they're going. They're going. That's what they're going to protect, like the Horseman did with Flair back in the day. Protect mm-hmm. the title was the objective. That's how Damage Control will be with the women's title, and Bailey's going to chase. I see but them turning on Bailey, like you said, Bailey's chasing the title. Bailey will eventually win the title. And then Bailey gets her good run as the champion. And I don't know where they go from there, but I think it's got to be Bailey who beats EO for the title. There's nobody else because Bianca doesn't need it. She's already been women's champion multiple times. Charlotte Flair never needs to touch another women's world title <laughs> the rest of her career. Shotzi's not ready. And everybody else is in damage. control.
0: You know, D- Dakota Kai, uh, mm-hmm. because I just had to verify because I was like, wait a minute, she's from New Zealand. The mm-hmm. other, the other three are all three Japanese, like from mm-hmm. Japan, Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know her real name is Sheree Georgina Crowley. Oh my lord! Tell me that's not already you throw the name Crowley on there. Uh huh. That's like yeah. that's okay. That's a wrestling. Come on, come on. Yeah. You're always going to be uh-huh. a heel. But come on. Exactly. Um. Man, yeah, like I said, Dakota Kai, she is the one. She's kind of she's becoming kind of the mouthpiece for that.
2: Oh yeah, she's um, the puppet master because you can tell in interviews like she's talking to the rest of them. And then Bailey comes up and she, Dakota Kai gets this look like, all right, I got to pretend that I like her. (laughs) So, (laughs) and then she turns around and they, you know, they, they gas Bailey up like, Oh yeah, all of this was what you always wanted for damage control. And this was all your idea and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, just lower Mm -hmm. into that false sense of security so they can beat the crap out of her and turn her face.
0: You know what? It kind of reminds me of the rock and Ron Simmons in the Nation of Domination. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Except for you know, of course, The Rock was the one booted out. Yeah. You know. um, But huh? Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Bailey. They boot Bailey out. It's going to be hard for her to turn face. I don't think she's going to go back to hugger. No, but because I
2: think she can. I think what she's doing now, she can pull that off as a face.
0: Yeah. And and I think people, I mean, because when she was champion back then, I mean, people liked her. Now she wasn't like a strong champion. I never thought of her mm-hmm. as a, because of the the character. Um, but
2: that's why I was so glad when she turned heel because the Bailey character from NXT when it came to the main roster, that's got a ceiling on it. That's mm-hmm. only going to work for so long.
0: Now, if she does come out with the wacky waving arm inflatable tube man again, the you know, wacky waving arm inflatable tube man, you know that yeah. that thing. Yeah, uh, I just for nostalgia purposes, like one time. But even though she took a pickaxe to the, <laughs> the one she had before,
2: yeah.
0: So yeah, she's gonna make sure them things are dead.
2: Yeah,
0: but, but I, I think yeah, it's got to it, be it,
2: Bailey. It,
0: yeah. It. Uh, second choice. Mm, I don't think they're going to give it back to Bianca anytime soon. Um, even though I like Bianca as champion. But for some reason, for her, the chase is like always in Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you said, Charlotte, you know, stay away. And so I don't think Shotzi's title.
2: ready for that yet.
0: Shotzi's not ready. Selena Vega, that, that'd be a hard one, to be honest with you.
2: Well, because they haven't built her up enough, they're not giving her enough time to really show what she can do in the ring. She's mainly just like...
0: Part of the LWO.
2: Yeah, part of the um, LWO.
0: Which... She I, w- I, w- to the ring. I really hope they change the name of the LWO now. That Ray is, you know, have uh Santos Escobar basically take over, but they changed the name oh, yeah. back to the... Whatever it was. Oh, uh, yeah. Legado El Fantasmo. Yeah. Yes. Legado El Fantasmo. Maybe the reason why they changed it because people have a hard time... <coughs> trying to pronounce uh legato (laughs) (laughs) a so but yeah but keep that i mean that's another faction that Mm -hmm. honestly should all kind of have a war games match another Mm -hmm. one survivor series Mm -hmm. i'm just throwing it out there anybody in wwe who's listening or anybody who's listening or watching who actually knows people in wwe um and we know you're out there. We know you watch us. We know you listen to us. <laughs> you know, tell them that we—that's what we need. Yeah. But, um, you know, Tamina's still listed on the roster. Yeah, but that's just a gave, side note.
2: <laughs> they gave Tamina her one shot in the sun when they had her win the women's tag titles with Natalia. Yep. That's all they're That's all. That's all they're ever going to do. That's as close to the sun as Tamina's ever going to get.
0: Uh, B Fab, don't see it.
2: No, um, she's way too green for that. Yeah. She's still not. She's she's a long way from that.
0: Her real name is Brianna Brandy. Mm-hmm. That's another. Let people use their real names if they're already. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Call her Double B. That's all I got to do. <laughs> Actually, you know what? B Fab kind of. Huh? Um, B Fab doesn't really sound like a wrestling name.
2: Yeah, it sounds like a rap name. I was going to say a, it sounds like a rap name.
0: <laughs> um, even though I just now realized that Ice Spice is a a rapper because she's on all those Dunkin' commercials. Jesus,
2: oh Lord, have mercy. She's terrible. She's just oh
0: oh. Well, first of all, I was like, all right, Vanilla Ice and the Spice Girls. All of a sudden, you have Ice Spice. Ice Spice, yeah. I'm like, who? I was like, never mind. She's got a drink. Uh, you it, know, it, that's all I know. It,
2: it, it won't matter. In 10 years, nobody will remember who she was.
0: Oh, all right. Um, since we're talking about the women's championships, women's tag titles.
2: Okay, uh, I'm going to be really ugly here. Not No disrespect <laughs> to the women that are holding it. No disrespect to any of the women that are in this company. But it does not matter because they're never <laughs> going to put any true focus and effort into the women's tag team titles.
0: Can you name who the champions are right now? Because I honestly had to look because like you said, they do not put any kind of focus on them whatsoever.
2: Chelsea green, Piper Niven. And it was Chelsea green and Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville tore her ACL at a house show and Mm. had to have surgery. So instead of having a tournament or something, and stripping Chelsea Green of her title, which they generally do if a tag partner gets injured. They just had Piper Niven come in, take one of the tag titles, and say, I'm your partner. And that's how they, that's how Piper Niven became half of the women's tag team champions.
0: And somebody said, do drop? And she said, no, no more? Well, that's stupid yeah. name.
2: Yeah. But, um,
0: but if I, I had to choose somebody, I'll say damage control on that one, honestly. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Definitely.
2: Yeah, if you got to pick somebody, yeah, pick pick two people from damage control, let them get stronger, have the women's tag titles, one of the women's world titles. Yeah, but I just don't see WWE ever putting any focus. Every time they have women's tag champions, somebody gets injured. I
0: have they de- definitely damage control, but Aside from Eoskai, um, who's the women's champion, mm-hmm. undisputed champion, the disputed undisputed, mm-hmm. have the other three, and mainly Dakota Kai, Asuka, um, and oh, daggone. Kairi Sane. Yeah, the Japanese yeah. pirate. Mm-hmm. The pirate lady with the, the elbow drop, which is really effective, but man, I'm afraid she's just going to end up like not being able to get up at one of these times because of the way she lands.
2: Because the thing is, Asuka and Kairi Sane have been the women's tag team champions before. Twice in WWE. Freebird they've also been, Yep, they've also been women's tag team yep. champions and stardom in Japan.
0: I have them and Dakota Kai in their Freebird role. Mm-hmm. So then it would actually get more visibility for the women's tag team titles. Yeah. Um, and, you know, our buddies over at finisher wrestling, they just had a discussion about the the women's world tag team titles. And, you know, I'd say, right. Do they have enough for an actual tag team division right now? I'm looking at all the names. They have a large enough women's roster to actually have, a tag team, a real true tag team division. They're just not taking advantage of it.
2: Yeah, they're just not taking advantage of it because they're trying to cram everybody into each show's world singles world title picture when everybody can't be feuding for the title at the same time. So put focus on your tag champions, put focus on your titles, and build those up to where People want to see them defended. People want to make them feel important. Mm Because that's the problem. They don't make them feel important.
0: Oh, so speaking of tag team titles, right now, you know, unlike the world title where they just created another one out of thin air, we -hmm. only have one tag team champion, the undisputed tag team champions. And Crap. You know, this is, tells me something I'm going that see now that I've never forgot who the tag team champions are <laughs> right
2: now. Judgment uh, Day. Yeah, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Um my first thing, can we either can we get new belts? Because yes. I'm tired of looking at those. And can we? They just need new belts. I was gonna say can we split <laughs> them? But they don't have they don't have enough teams to sustain two Tag team divisions, but they need new belts.
0: Need new belts. You
2: you want them to be undisputed tag team champions. Get them new belts that show that, not just carrying around the other two belts. And who can beat them for the tag titles? I'm going to say DIY. Champa and uh, Gargano. Okay. Because then, because then Champa and Gargano can feud. With Imperium over the tag titles. Because Imperium is an excellent tag team. They are. They're just not getting the opportunity to show it. Because right right now, they're just being used as cannon fodder for whoever Gunther's feuding with. When, in actuality, they are an excellent tag team. And they could have a great series of matches with Champa and Gargano.
0: And that'd be interesting to have the Intercontinental Champion... Along with the tag team champions, mm-hmm. you know, in a faction, yeah, um, hmm, that would be almost be one of the four horsemen where they had the U.S. title and mm-hmm. the tag titles and one and the world title at one point. I think they had like the national heavyweight championship, the tag, the TV title. They had like all of them because everybody was like holding more than one title except for Flair. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah, Flair was a world champion. Tully had, yeah. Tully had the national heavyweight title and the United States heavyweight title. Arn and Oli were the national tag team champions, and Arn was the world television champion.
0: Yep. Um, so they could actually kind of start that, at, you know, the belt collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the one thing about the tag team titles is it could actually, it that one's actually one that does cross brands. Yeah. Um, well, should even though you're only see, we're, we're really seeing it on Raw right now. Yeah. Uh, so from well, like you said, Raw, Tomasa Champa, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. from SmackDown, Street I mean, Profits.
2: The, I was gonna say the only legit team they have yeah. on SmackDown is Street Profits, but the Street Profits have already done that. They've won both titles, but,
0: but they were faces. That's the thing,
2: that's true. But the thing is, WWE still doesn't like that heel versus heel thing, and they Judgment don't. Day is definitely I mean, heels.
0: And listen to Bruce Prichard actually talk about it. You know, before he's actually said it because the fans don't know who to cheer for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can't sustain it for very long. Right. Um, and you know it's either that or the Brawling Brutes. You know, without Sheamus,
2: I say give them to the Brutes if you're going to pick a team. That could use that type of exposure because, mm-hmm. you know, especially with Sheamus out, they need to do something with Ridge Holland and Pete Dunn. Not yes. calling him Butch, it's Pete Dunn.
0: <laughs> um, because Anderson and Gallows, I mean, well, Gallows is hurt anyway.
2: Gallows is hurt, and even so, Anderson and Gallows, they're at the they're they're at the <laughs> end of the career now. Yeah, it's they like, brought him
0: back. And it's like, oh, six months later I'm we going off, I forgot they were even here.
2: Well, yeah, because they came back they, they knew what they were doing. They, you know they made a name for themselves all over the world, especially in Japan. They come to WWE they win a couple of tag titles they left they went back to Japan they went to Impact won those tag titles you know got eyes on them again, got WWE interested again, so they got a big-money contract to come back to WWE. I mean, you can't blame them. If you're toward the end of your career, make your money while you can.
0: And my wife's cousin actually works with Carl Anderson, also known as Chad Allegra. She works with, like, his (laughs) (laughs) sister-in-law. Yeah, she's actually met him a couple times. Chad, too bad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and that's what,
0: and when when she actually sent me a picture you know um of him him like they were at a beach you know mm-hmm. like they had a company picnic type thing or something and they were at a beach and she actually met and she sent me a picture of him and her and I'm just like I hate you so much <laughs> so, uh but yeah so now for the big titles and I'll start with Seth's first um
2: for me, there's only one choice. Okay. Heal Drew McIntyre. This right. is what it's this is what the whole story has been leading to is Drew's tired of getting screwed over. Mm-hmm. He's explained. he's explained why he's bitter and people think he needs to just get over it. He's finally turned heel, so I need psychopath uh Drew McIntyre should be the one to beat Seth Rollins for the world heavyweight time. They're not going to give it to Shinsuke. They've already given him two shots at it and they didn't pull the trigger on it. They're not going to put Cody against Seth one, because in real life they don't really like each other very much. Really? They're, they're professional enough to work together. Right. They don't really care for each other very much. Huh? Um, I did not know that. Plus that ain't, that's not Cody's that's, That's not finishing Cody's story. Uh, They're not going to give it to Finn. The only way it works is, but the only hangup is, when is the Judgment Day going to turn on Damian Priest? Because it's coming. It's coming. We've we've seen it coming for months, especially after on Raw, where he said he was the leader of Judgment Day. But backstage, he was like, I got hot. I said what I said, but I didn't mean it. Yeah, you meant it. Rhea just called you on it, but they've got to turn him face. Here's how, here's how it should work. It needs to be Drew that beats Seth. Damien Priest gets kicked. Judgment day turns on Damien Priest. Damien Priest cashes in on Drew and wins the title.
0: And that puts Drew back to still chasing it and still bitter.
2: Exactly. Which feeds more and more into the psychotic heel character for Drew McIntyre.
0: Just make sure he looks psychotic and not like he's just whining.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be, there's a fine line between excuse my language for a minute. There's a fine line between bitter and bitching. Because of yeah, Very fine line. And a lot of times with WWE in their heels, they tend to do have them do the latter mm-hmm. instead of the former. So as long as they can keep him just a bitter heel who is has legitimate reasons to be bitter, then I'm good with it.
0: And that's the thing. I mean, right now, he does have a legitimate reason yeah. because, yeah, he won the world title over Brock Lesnar. He dominated Brock Lesnar in that match. In In front of nobody. In front of nobody. You know, just the the crew running the cameras, and that was it.
2: Yeah. he beat When he lost it to Randy Orton and then turned around and beat Orton to get it back, he won it back in front of monitors because it was the Thunderdome era. There was still no fans in attendance. So he's got a legitimate beef. Uh, All these other guys have gotten these world title runs and got the fans behind them and cheering for them. And, you know, he's either – winning in front of an, in a empty, uh, you know, empty arena or to video screens.
0: I was about to say, because we had more people watching the fights in high school than what they had for his world title win. Oh yeah. You know, so, and I'm talking those fights that just broke out in the the hallway at the Mm -hmm. water fountain. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, But, yeah, I mean, to me, it it does make sense. Drew over Seth. And then Seth actually Mm -hmm. needs to go get his back surgery, whatever it is he's doing, because that's a legit thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He needs to go take time off, get whatever, you know, medical treatment he needs to get for that. But it would be a great way, and it would be a great way to write him off if Seth is needing to take time off for that. Have Seth just, have Drew just destroy him and take the title. To but where he could do it. To where it's they rarely do this, but have it to where it's a referee stoppage, to where the referee is like, he can't take anymore. I'm calling the match. You win. And it would work perfect because he Drew could always brag and been like, I beat you so bad that you that the referee had to stop me from ending your career. I took your title and I almost ended your career.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's how you build a, a good, good feud. Because mm-hmm.
2: um, then you got Seth take his time off. Seth comes back, then he's chasing Drew. If, if Drew still got the title, he's chasing Drew for the title, you know, to try to get, try to get that back and get his revenge. It'd be a great story if they just, Go if they run it. with it,
0: but like our friend Ted the Hillbilly Hill had on his last episode, which is available both in audio and video on YouTube, mm-hmm. if Drew was still in WWE.
2: That's true, because Drew McIntyre has not signed a new contract.
0: They will not put a title on him if he does not have a contract.
2: That's true. Uh so I don't know how that's I don't know how that's gonna go. But the last report that I Last several reports that I read was that he has he's on a handshake deal, he has not signed a new contract.
0: And whenever something Drew McIntyre all of a sudden showed up in TNA with WWE world World title belt, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then some people at, at Endeavor will be like, All right, somebody's heads are going to be rolling right now. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's uh, like, Why is he not signed and why is our world title on TNA television?
0: Yep. Which would give TNA more exposure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. so uh last and definitely not least, the eighteen titles that Roman holds right now, the Undisputed, Universal, WWE, yeah, whatever, the, all the, the the things that Paul Heyman says before the beginning of every match.
2: Yeah, the other the other big gold belt. Uh, there's only one there's only one choice. This again, this is just my opinion, but there's only one choice. It has to be Cody, because if they don't pull the trigger on that. Cody still has all the momentum that he's had since he came back. He still has that even after the injury and the hell in a cell match and all the time off he had to take not winning at, at WrestleMania. He still is super over with the fans. But if he loses a second WrestleMania main event in a row, fans are going to quit caring because they're going to be like, who keeps talking about finishing this story? Well, he ain't been able to finish it yet, so I'm going to move on to somebody else. It has to be Cody. Cody has to beat Roman for the title. I can't think of anybody else who is at that level that can take over because like him or not, like the schedule or not, like, you know, the limited title defenses are not. Roman has made his matches special attractions. They are must-see. Because they are so infrequent, whenever Roman Reigns is booked on a card, I know I'm tuning in because it's Roman. I want to see what's going to happen. Um, but he can't he can't sustain that forever. And people tend to forget Roman Reigns has been battling leukemia. Majority of his life, mm-hmm. he he, you know, it came back. He went into remission. COVID happened. He took himself. He took himself out and went home.
0: Which nobody, nobody blamed it. They're like exactly. You know what? Pro- you, got, you have to watch yeah. over your health.
2: Yeah, and he to protect himself and his family. Here's the thing. No one knows when it could come back. Maybe the lighter schedule is to not put so much strain on his body. Because of him, you know, him being in remission for leukemia. Maybe that's the limited, maybe that's why he's got the limited schedule. Maybe it's just because he's earned it. He's gone through, he went through years of crap booking. Being pushed as the babyface, getting booed in every arena he walked into, he's earned an easier schedule. But eventually, he's going to have to lose the title, and it's got to be to Cody.
0: But so they got to put Cody back on SmackDown then, uh, even though the title was supposed to... Uh, anyway. Unless um, they,
2: unless he wins the Rumble. And uh, here's the thing: if Cody wins the Rumble again, then. He, and they have the thing like they used to, where the winner of the rumble gets to pick which yep. title he wants to do. That's the that's their loophole to get him back to Roman.
0: And I say, have our truth just show up with the twenty four seven title, just because, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just randomly,
0: just randomly. He just shows up. Think,
2: <laughs> yeah, have him think he's in Money in the Bank, pull a ladder out, climb it, climb and it. there's no briefcase, and he's like, <laughs> "What's happening?
0: What's what's happening, y'all?" <laughs> um, if they don't, if, if they don't put our truth in the Hall of Fame,
1: yeah. If they don't, wrong. then yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, and we're not even going to discuss NXT titles because NXT, NXT is a developmental territory. I mean, it's a developmental yeah. brand; it's for training. I and people
2: mo- people move in and out a lot in NXT, especially here lately. They've got. Mm-hmm. Main roster people go to NXT, you know, give them a new, you know, lease on life, so to speak. Baron Corbin's been doing great in NXT since he's been there. You've got in, you got NXT people getting called up to the main roster. You've got their next level show where some of the NXT roster wrestles over there. So it's kind of it's too much in flux to really be able to narrow it down to who would win what title.
0: Uh, so we covered all the WWE titles, and the next few weeks we'll cover the, the AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, Impact, um, and possibly some other ones if you know Here. if we can.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, like I said, I mean, good discussion. I like it. Um, I do want to say hello to all the ones we have not talked about, all the other podcasts we haven't talked about. You know, kind of like BC Hunter at Wrestling with Truth because he's been putting out some pretty stellar shows and he's back mm-hmm. into it again. He had a layoff for a little bit, you know. Uh, he was out for like a month and came back strong, you know. So, uh, definitely go, go check him out. Go check out Ted, go check out Finisher Wrestling, uh, and also check out Intellectual Rockstar. But also check out Cubicle Chat. Yep. One big announcement about Cubicle Chat it's pretty much part of the Stove Leg Media family now. Uh, and if people are going, Well, what the heck is a Stove Leg Media? It's the company that uh, has a It's like a network of podcasts, but a couple of the podcasts that are on Stove Lake Media are True Crime Cast and Bless Their Hearts. So um, it's all going to help my podcast and, and also Nerdcast Empire. That's another one to go check out. Mm-hmm. They do wrestling, yep. metal, and anime. Mm-hmm. So anything that you're kind of nerdy about? Yep. There you go. You know and and we know dwaylan is you know like really the king of the nerds uh because he <laughs> he's the intellectual rock star he's not just a walk and talking and wrestling encyclopedia I did not know that Batman had like negative um multiverses where he was a bad guy and he was actually shooting and killing people and mm-hmm. and he and there was a bad guy called the drowned I was about to call a drowning pool but I knew that wasn't <laughs> right but the drowned and I'm like listen, to on. Who came up with all this stuff? Because a warped mind had to come up yeah. with... Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've got another one that's going to drop tomorrow. That uh, it is a... Um, it'll be called... Um, it's the Dawnbreaker. It is a combination of Batman and Green Lantern.
0: Wow. <laughs> um, and by the way, since Batman is DC... Obviously, you know my son actually pointed out something about. There's a new Marvel movie that came out. I w- like the Marvels, I guess. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: And I haven't, you know. And my son was telling me he's like, it's not doing that good. I'm like, because I think people are burned out on Marvel. That's why.
2: Here's the thing, too. The bar got set so high, with you know, yeah. you know, with especially. By the time it got to Infinity War Mm -hmm. and Endgame, by the time Endgame ended, that bar was set so high. People expect so much from Marvel movies that they're not willing to give other Marvel movies a chance. Like, a lot of people didn't like um, Ant-Man Quantum Mania. I loved it. I thought it was, actually, it was my favorite Ant-Man movie out of the three that they've done. I thought it was good. But when I went to see that movie, I was the only person in that theater, which was great because I didn't have to listen to people talking during the movie and everything and I could stretch out. But it's like people just aren't giving these movies a chance because they they're automatically expecting that high level. And it's like. Y'all didn't expect this when Iron Man first came out or the first Captain America, even the first Avengers movie. The bar wouldn't set that high because you weren't expecting much from these movies because superhero movies had, you know, a bad stench to them because of a lot of failed ones. So, but people aren't giving these the time that they need. These characters still need time to grow, too. They can't just Mm -hmm. come out and be like, oh, well, these super well-known characters. And it's like there's other characters in. The Marvel Universe, besides the ones that were showcased during Infinity War and Endgame,
0: and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the kind of, the kind of conversations that you will hear on the Intellectual Rockstar. Exactly. So go check out tomorrow. Uh, well, whenever you listen to this, if you haven't subscribed to Intellectual Rockstar, go do it. If you want to email this show, it's armchairbookingpodcast.gmail.com. at gmail dot com. If you want to email Intellectual Rockstar. Mm-hmm. at gmail uh
2: intellectual the intellectual rockstar podcast and at the,
0: gmail the intellectual rockstar podcast that then then you throw the ad on there that's a lot of letters to put before the at <laughs> 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 but, but you have that and you go check us out on twitter at booking armchair but you can check out join the at the rockstar 73 mm-hmm. on twitter cubicle underscore chat on twitter and you can find us on any other social media outlets. Just go check out, just look for armchair booking. We're mm-hmm. there. Audio platforms yep. are always there. If you go on Apple, you give us a five star rating and a review. We will read it on air. Yeah. You know, we will acknowledge it mm-hmm. because the rate, especially even if you don't give us a review, give us a rating. You can do that on any of the audio platforms that allows you to give ratings. Give us a rating. It only helps us get visibility yep. to the show. Yep. So if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. We've actually been hitting more subscribers here lately, which is good. That's good. Yep. So, uh, but until we can actually speak again, Thursday, next Monday, next Yeah, I don't know, next week is a wild schedule yeah. because of, yeah, because of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. And like, you know, we've already established earlier, just because we're not working a regular nine-to-five job, we're staying busy. We're staying oh, yeah. very busy. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, but if you have any show ideas, because we do have some other other outs to give, because our friend Kyle has been giving us some ideas, we just have to time them out right, mm-hmm. you know. And Kyle, actually, I think he knows what I'm talking about, you yeah. know. Um, but we, you know, he always gives us some great ideas, you know. So if anybody, if you if you give us some ideas and they they fit in, sometimes it you know it may not go right now. We're like, you know what, I like that idea. We're going to have that in our pocket to use on a future show because right now. Something mm-hmm. else is going on, or maybe that it would make more sense to have it, you know, closer yeah. to a certain, you know, certain events, whatever. But just give us a, show ideas. It just as we, I mean, we would never ever just squash somebody's idea and go, well, that's stupid. No, there's no stupid ideas. You're right. We like them. You know, we like well, all of them. Sometimes, like I said, it may not be a, it's not a no. It's a not right now. Right. You know. So, uh, I mean, there's very few things that we'll let you say a hard no to. So, right. But until we can actually speak again, just have to say good night and God bless. God bless.